I'm always so curious to know what other moms are doing in their homeschools. I love to talk about homeschooling, to get fresh ideas, to get inspiration, to learn about new tools and curriculum that I didn't know about. It just really helps me to imagine and come up with good ideas for our own homeschool. So today I'm giving you a peek into my family's homeschool plans for the fall. And I hope that it gives you inspiration and motivation and the new ideas that could work for your family. So grab a pen and paper, you're gonna wanna jot down all of the good things. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is gonna keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. So back to school is right around the corner. I know some of you probably already have started up. And even if you homeschool straight through the summer, there's something about fall where we really start to get back into full swing, like all of the things are starting. And it's really an exciting time of year. And one of the things that I love to do this time of year is get together with my friends and hear what they're planning for the upcoming year. Like, tell me about the new curriculum you're using. Tell me about the new teaching method you learned. I want to learn all the things. So I just finished our homeschool planning. I just planned all of our routines and all of our curriculum. And today I'm giving you a peek into what we do so you can get some new ideas. So the main thing that I plan is our routines, the flow of our day. So for me... I need to know what our days are going to look like, like how are we going to live and learn together way before I pick the curriculum because I need to know what kind of curriculum is going to work. Like how much time am I setting aside for whatever curriculums I'm, I'm using? How much time are we learning together? How much time are we learning independently? What are our goals? Like what do we want life to look like? So that's where I start my homeschool planning. I plan our days in routine blocks, meaning like there's a routine for breakfast, there's a routine that we do for our chores, there's a routine that we do for learning, I have one for my self-care stuff. So I make these routine blocks and then the blocks can be moved around depending on life, depending on like what that day looks like. So then we don't have to, we don't have to be stuck to the clock, like we don't have to do breakfast at eight, but generally we're going to do breakfast before chore time. But even if that doesn't work out, we might do breakfast and then prayer meeting and then throw chores in. But having the routine block set up gives us the flexibility to kind of plug things in where they work. So generally, our days go like this. So I like to start my mornings with my self-care routine. So I wake up at 5.30 and that's when my husband wakes up. And so I started waking up with him so I could see him before he goes to work. 
And, and then it keeps me accountable to make sure that I get up at a good time, to make sure that I get the things that I want to do in. So he wakes up at 5.30. I wake up at 5.30. I make his sandwich. And that's another thing that holds me accountable. I don't make it the night before. So I know I have to get up and make it before he leaves for work or he's not going to have the sandwich or he's going to have to make it himself. But... I, I don't do it, so it like forces me to get out of bed at 5.30 and get my day started. So make him his sandwich, and then I set up a morning invitation. So a morning invitation, if you're not familiar with it, is pretty much like I'm just setting up something for the kids to do. I'm inviting them to do something to keep them kind of busy while I do my stuff. So I do an hour of prayer and Bible study, and then I have 40 minutes that I can exercise, shower, get dressed, and then I have 20 minutes to do like a business check-in. Now, it's not always 40 and 20 minutes. Generally, it's always an hour of prayer and study, but I always go over. But anyway, so it's loose, you know, but usually this takes me until about eight. And then, like I said, I have that thing set up for the kids to do. So when they wake up, they've got something to do and they're not like, hey, play with me when I'm trying to get my exercise in. So this usually takes me till about eight. And then we meet in the kitchen to get breakfast ready together. So cooking together is something that's really become important to our family and that we really love. It's given us a time to bond and just that really good family time. Plus, the kids are learning really good cooking skills and cutting skills and all of the things. So pretty much we come into the kitchen I start delegating tasks like sometimes they're consistent like Silas will cut the fruit for a week, Forrest will make the eggs for a week. But I delegate the tasks and we all work together to get it done. And then once breakfast is cooked, we do Bible study. So I call it breakfast and Bible because I love a good alliteration. And we usually start with prayer and gratitude. I love to start with um, this little song. I don't even know where I got it from. Maybe someone else knows because I'm pretty certain I didn't make it up myself. But it's like, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? Silas! And then we'll go around the table and we'll all say what we're thankful for. Sometimes I don't have the energy for that. And we just start with a prayer and we jump into our devotion. And I, I do bounce between different studies and books, but one that I always come back to is Not Consumed by Kim Sorgens. So I just ordered the one called Making Peace, which teaches kids biblical conflict resolution, which is so perfect for what we're dealing with, because I don't know about you, but my kids are arguing all the time. And recently we've been going through the verses, like overlook an offense, like be a peacemaker, all of these things that it tells us in the Bible. And I thought that this Bible study would be great for us. Um, they also have, she wrote one on loving your siblings, on obedience. She has a ton. And they're really cool because each study has a little like workbook for different levels. So a couple years ago when my kids were a little bit younger, I just got one study and then I read it to them and we just talked about it and did it like that. But now I'm trying to have them work in their workbooks, uh, maybe in the morning before we come together, and then we'll come together and read it and talk about it together. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they want to do it. But I've been praying, Lord, to help my kids want to do their devotion, put it on their hearts to just truly want to seek you. And um, hopefully they like to do it. So after breakfast, we do our check-in and chores, alliteration, check-in and chores. 
And the check-in really is just a way to get the kids motivated. So one thing that's important to us is we want our we want to teach our kids to work towards goals, something that is important to them. We want to teach them how to take the steps to do it. So at the beginning of every week, we have a weekly goals worksheet that we walk through together. Like the first question is, I want to work on these skills this week. So then we'll talk about, okay, what skills do you want to work on? Then we talk about what they're curious about this week, what they want to learn more about. Then we walk through, okay, so these are the things that you want to work on and that you're curious about. How can we set some goals around that? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, school related like math or whatever um a lot of the times their goals are like I want to finish this lego set or I want to work on this piano song or whatever they're into I let them pick the goals because if I set a goal for them they're not going to be motivated for it I want to teach them how to be motivated to work towards something so I have them set their own goals I have them set like, okay, this week I want to work on blah, blah, blah. I hope to have this goal completed by, and we set like a date they want to complete it. The supplies and resources I need to work on this are, and we talk about that, and then the steps I need to take to get this goal done are, and then we talk out the steps. So then they have that to reference throughout the week as they work on their goal. Then another thing that we go through at check-in time is our weekly badge count. So we have badges that they earn every week, and basically those are just things that we think are important. So we have like curiosity, service, teamwork, skills, creativity, outdoor time, science, math, history, reading, writing, and relationships. So these are all things that we want them to be working on on a daily basis. So every day at check-in, we talk about, like sometimes we didn't do it the day before at the end of the day because I'm really, I don't really have a good time to fit that in yet. So usually they didn't do it at the end of the day. So we're talking about what they, what badges they earned the day before, but sometimes we're proactive and we talk about like, okay, what badges do you think you're going to earn today? Like we know we're going on a hike. You know that you're playing with daddy when he gets out of work. And we'll talk about what badges they're going to earn that day. And then they have a goal to meet for that. So like they might want to be able to check off 20 badges for that week. That's what I set for them. But most of the time, my old, at least my oldest one, he's like, no, I'm going to earn 35 badges. And he sets his own goal. So at the end of the week, if they meet their goal, then they get a little prize. I have like a little box that has like fidgets and stickers and stuff that they get to pick up. Okay, so after our check-in time, we move into our chore time. And honestly, this is the time of day that I dread because this is the time, and I don't want to say I dread it. I don't I don't dread it. But this is the time of day that's most difficult for me because this is when like I'll likely be triggered if I'm not really intentional to keep my cool. There's just something about it trying to get them to do their chores where I go into like control freak mode and I really am like you're not obeying you're not doing the way I wanted to or I don't know I can get really crazy so I have to be super intentional to make sure I'm prayerful be praying the whole time taking deep breaths not letting their behavior provoke me and I will tell you like my youngest he is very oppositional and he actually he does try to provoke me on purpose I think to get out of his chores because he knows that if I freak out that maybe we won't continue with the chores so uh, that's a bummer but actually it's been going really good we've been praying a lot and God's moving so it's good 
but one thing that we use during chore time that we started using is called the busy kid app so i was just having a hard time like having them separate their the money that they earned into like spending savings and donating so this is before we even started chores but they would get money from their birthday and money from whatever and we didn't have bank accounts set up and we would set aside the different categories and then it would get really confusing like I like we didn't have envelopes or anything and I'm like okay this is how much money you have to spend but then they would earn more money and it would get confusing and I had no idea how much money they were supposed to be saving and spending in the busy kid app you actually, you put the money in and it automatically puts it to the categories that you that you want. So it has like, I haven't set it like, right now we haven't set it 70% spending, 20% saving and 10% donating. So when I put the money into the account, it automatically separates it that way. And since we've gotten that, the kids have even donated more. Like they, they can donate right from the app to different um, charities so they'll look through the charities and end up donating more than they were even planning on donating. And I just think it's so cute. So all of this to say that we started giving them a little bit of allowance for their morning time chores. They don't get allowance for all of their chores because, you know, doing work around the house is part of being part of the family. But I wanted to teach them, you know, how to work towards how to work for money and how to use their money wisely so the busy kid app is definitely helping i give them like 25 cents per chore in the morning they get to check it off in their app and then on friday i approve it and they get paid it comes out of my account and it works really well so um after the chores then the kids get ready if they're not already dressed and ready and i finish up my chores and if they're already done they play while i'm finishing up and then on most days, my plan is to then meet around 10.30, this should be around 10.30ish time after all that other stuff, to start our learning time. And honestly, 10.30 is just, it's a time boundary, right? It's, it shows me kind of where I'm at for the day. Um, some days we have commitments, so we have to stay on track. And other days we're more flexible and 10.30 is like an arbitrary time. But at least I know like it gives me a reference to like, okay, are we wasting a ton of time or are we staying on track or what's up? So for our lessons, we plan for about two hours and the first hour we're learning together. So we're doing things like unit studies and art projects and science experiments, whatever we're into. And this year we're trying gather round for the unit studies and um, with gather round, the idea is that the whole family comes together to learn together and there's different um, workbooks for each age range for them to fill out. And it's supposed to be like an all-inclusive curriculum with your like language arts, your history, your social studies, your science, and all of that stuff. Now, I haven't used it yet, but I'm not like, I'm not quite sold on the idea that it is comprehensive enough for all of the things. Um, definitely for language arts and math, we're going to be doing something else as well. But the our learning together during our days, it's going to look different every day. Um, one of the things that I really love to do is to do our learning time out in nature. Like I like to go over to um, like a hiking path or the gorge or somewhere to be out in nature. And one of the unit studies that we just ordered from Gather Round is North American Birds. And I'm really excited for that because we also have like a app on our phone that tells us the different bird call calls, like it will listen to the bird calls and then tell us what bird it is. So I think that being out in nature, learning out there, having the unit study for the North American birds, tracking what birds are around, maybe doing some like nature journaling and some sketching. I don't know, I think it's gonna be really cool.
So the second hour of our learning time, the kids are going to be learning independently. And this past spring, we started doing that independent learning online. And honestly, guys, I was like so opposed to screens for so many reasons. And I mean, I do, I still don't love them, honestly. Um, but for learning, it's really working. And I think I had like this, this opposition to it because I kind of like felt like a failure. Like if I wasn't teaching them all the things, I felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job. But we reached a point where the kids, like at least my oldest, he really didn't love doing math. He doesn't love math and it's hard for him. And when I sit down on the side of him and do math with him, he like freaks out. And I know that a lot of you can relate. But when we started doing it online, we started with Khan Academy like it changed, like he could handle it and he was learning and he was cool with it. He wasn't freaking out. Um, and I wasn't super sold on Khan Academy being comp comprehensive enough. It's an awesome free option and it worked really well. But this year we're trying, I, I think it's pronounced Me Academy. It's M-I-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. And I'm really loving this. So we haven't jumped quite in yet, but I've been learning like how to do it all. And they offer a lot of things. So they have like a little online community where kids can learn business skills. They have an online shop where kids can sell like their own artwork that they make and clothes and furniture they design on like their little artwork platform in there. And then they can sell that in the online shop. Um, kids can write for their school newspaper. They can share creative videos of like teaching kids how to play a song or teaching them whatever, something that you're good at. And it's all moderated. So it's not like YouTube where you can just get any video anywhere. It's like these kids are posting these creative videos and teachers are going through and moderating them and making sure that they're safe and clean. They also have like all the subjects. So we're focusing on using it for language arts and for math, but they have history, they have um, science, they have art, they have foreign language, they have biblical studies, they have like all of the things. So I know I'm going to be in there like picking through some of the stuff and how it works is there's like PDF downloads you can do, there's um, videos that the kids watch, and then they can also like play games to like refine their skills. And there's something where they can earn like coins or gold or something for doing good. Like you can reward them with this gold that goes towards their online games um, that they can use to learn their stuff. So I think I'm really going to like it. And while the kids are doing their independent work, that's when I'm getting my to-dos done, like making the appointments and ordering things that we need and doing the budget and all of the household admin stuff. So after our learning, our days have a little more variability. Like it just depends on the day. Like Mondays we go hiking, Thursdays we have the chiropractor and then we hit the grocery store. Um, but there are a couple things that we really stay consistent with. So one of those things is independent time in the afternoon to work on goals. So this is where, you know, those weekly goal sheets that we were talking about, this is where the kids have time to work on those goals. And this is when I work on my podcast and my business ministry stuff. Another thing that we really are consistent with is family dinners. So we, we all come together kind of like breakfast time, but now daddy's home and we all help and cook and get the chores done. And it's been really good. Honestly, before we started this, there used to be like this 
when I was cooking dinner and the kids were in the living room watching TV or whatever, I would just feel like it would just feel really wrong for some reason. And it took like a while for me like to express it from a place of gentleness and love. I guess. But then really expressing to my husband, like, I really want everybody in the kitchen. Like, I don't even care if you guys are helping, but I just feel like we should all be in the kitchen. And so we started doing that. And then it evolved into like, everybody's helping and doing things. And it's just really special. And I absolutely love it. And I think it's just really great bonding time. All right, so that is the general flow for our day. And like I said, not every day is exactly the same. Like Tuesdays, we usually have a prayer meeting after breakfast. So our routine blocks are moved around accordingly. And Fridays, we have co-op. And then my plan for the rest of that day is to really just spend it preparing for the Sabbath. So that's something that we're trying to really be more intentional about as a family is really having a day of rest and delight and not getting distracted with chores and things that we didn't get finished in the other part of the week. So Fridays, I, my hope is that I'm getting food prepped for Sabbath so I'm not cooking breakfast and dinner and um, making sure the house is cleaned. One thing that we're, we're not doing this fall is soccer. So in the past, both of the boys have played soccer and I just feel like the Lord is telling us to slow down and to make more room for the things that he's calling us to. And it was a hard choice because, you know, I'm like, what's, there's no problem. We like going to soccer. But, you know, if we're at soccer three nights a week for practices and then almost all day, like we're in the morning and the afternoon between the two kids during Saturdays, that's not a lot of time left for family dinners and evening bike rides and hikes on Saturday or whatever we want to do. It's kind of like taking up all of our time. So we're not doing it and that's okay. <laughs> so that is pretty much all of it. That are That is our routines. That's our curriculum. And I will leave links for you for all the things I mentioned, the not consumed Bible study, the busy kid app, the gather around, the me academy, all that stuff I will link for you if you want to check it out. And I would love to hear about your routines and your curriculum choices in the Facebook group. So if you're not a part of that yet, go ahead and join and let us know, like, what are you doing this fall? We would love to hear, get different ideas, what works for you, what you're trying that's new, what you're excited about. And we can all inspire each other as we plan this homeschool year. And if you are ready to get your homeschool routines on point and you really want to be intentional this year, get intentional about the things that God is calling you and your family to, you're going to want to check out my course. So the course walks you through. The first module is getting clear on what God is calling your family to. We walk through getting deeper in prayer, establishing your priorities, developing a God-led vision, creating a family mission statement and a pledge. Module two, you get strategic and you learn about effective time management strategies, steps of an effective routine, um, the power of habit, techniques to overcome distraction for you and the kids, and then how to apply it to your homeschool. Module three, we're creating the things. Like you'll have a step-by-step -step formula. 
to create homeschool routines that work for your kids, a formula to systemize your cleaning and routines in an effective system to manage your to-dos. And module four, it's all about implementation. You're gonna practice and perfect all the things you created with community and with support. You're gonna evaluate your new routines, revise your routines, and troubleshoot. So it brings you from the beginning to the end, the whole process of figuring out what works for your family and then how to make it happen. All right, ladies, I just, I pray that you are motivated and inspired to build a homeschool for God's glory. I pray that he gives you the wisdom, the clarity, and the direction as you plan, that he tells you the things that he he wants you to pursue and clearly tells you the things that he wants you to give up so you can really just go all in and walk in the good plan that God has for you and your family. I thank the Lord that he is faithful, that he does have good plans for you, that his way is true and right and pure and it will lead to nothing but goodness for you and your family. I just pray blessings over your week. In Jesus' name, amen.